0: Do you love balls? I still do.
1: This week on Girls Who Love Balls, we're talking week two madness, the real broken white men of the NFL, trade requests galore, and much more. Five,
2: four, three, two, Level up.
0: to Girls Who Love Balls. We are a sports podcast reinventing the way girls watch and talk about sports, empowering girls to get off of the sideline and into the game. I am Jackie Choice. And I'm Angelica Patterson. And welcome T- to... Week two. Hey. <laughs> Which was
1: rocky as hell. Week two sucked. <laughs> I almost cried. And got Uh, in a fight. (laughs) I did cry.
0: So, we're going to hop right into this episode. It seems like the common theme across the NFL this last week was injuries galore. All over the place. Everybody was literally dropping like flies in situations where they needed to keep it together. Uh, Drew Brees will start down south with the Saints. Drew Brees is out for six to eight weeks with a torn ligament in his thumb. I did not laugh when I said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's good for the rest of the NFC, I guess. We don't have to worry about the Saints because I don't think they're going to do anything without him being head of that team. Sorry, Teddy, but... um. Yeah, you know the Saints had to be filling it. I'm sure they had high expectations. Not saying that their season's over with, but hey, if he's end up out eight weeks, yeah, it's gonna be hard to um, bounce back from that in a tough NFC conference.
0: And especially while we're sitting in fourth place, I will say that this is a great turn of events for the NFC South.
1: Yeah, you know this. I mean, the Saints were clearly the favorites going into the year. Now Atlanta and the Panthers are going to have something to say
0: about it. Maybe even Tampa. Who knows? Fingers crossed. The Steelers also had a pretty shoddy afternoon.
1: Yeah, Big Ben's out for the season. He has to have elbow surgery. He already has came out and said that he's planning on coming back next season stronger. And um, they were already struggling with him, so we, we can just... To throw it stick, out. Stick a fork in them. It's I mean, I don't think they're going to do much else. Um, so, once again, Tom Brady is going to swoop the AFC. I mean, the AFC to be, I mean, okay, now you got, you got the Chiefs, of course, but it's pretty much been a cakewalk for years for the Patriots at this point. And to be honest, until Kansas City beats the Patriots, Good. there's no discussion here. It's Nah. It's New England's conference basically. Pretty much. It's basically New England versus the NFC. <laughs> Pretty much. Whoever.
0: And they clearly continue to impress um last week and A B, you know, seemed wow. to be a nice smooth addition into their team. Um, so yeah, Ben being out is definitely Bad news for anybody who was thinking that the AFC might not end up with a Patriots victory. So, sorry, guys. Um, Better luck next time.
1: And then I couldn't even do this segment if I didn't mention my own team who couldn't even have a padded practice this week because they have so many people injured and questionable and day-to-day. I mean, we literally lost three starting offensive players before they halfway through the first quarter on Sunday night came. So, (laughs) Would you say is this a result of how teams operate preseason or what do
0: you think is the cause of all these
1: injuries so early into the season?
0: I think that this is honestly a look at just the fact that this is a physical sport in general. At the end of the day, you really can't control a lot of these injuries. When you're going head-to-head with another human being, Like you are risking getting hurt. It really doesn't matter what you do. Um, When you're playing such a, it's like a firefighter. You're going to go run into a burning building. Guess what? You're going to get burnt eventually. Right. Totally agree. So I think that's really just what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, so we'll see what happens if these teams can bounce back and still stay competitive throughout the injuries. You know, it's always the next man up. So we'll see if that actually applies. Um, On to the next subject this week. All these NFL trade requests. I'm like, is
0: this the NBA? When did this start happening? I know that is a little weird, and it's but it's interesting to see the dynamics of the league continue to change every year, every season. It's something new, and this definitely. I mean, you've got Jalen Jones, who Jalen Ramsey from the Jaguars, who's ready to leave. Um, he's requested a trade. I'm sure that that's the last thing that. Jaguar Jacksonville fans want to hear um he will still be playing in tomorrow night's game against Tennessee. So I heard that if he's not traded by tomorrow then he would have
1: to still play Sunday and Thursday. Oh, Even nice. if if somebody like says for instance if somebody Well, of course, tomorrow's Thursday, so he would have to play. Yeah. But if he's not traded, like even if he gets traded on Thursday night or whenever, late Thursday after the game, he still is obligated to play on the following Sunday, which I think is very weird. But a lot of Miami Dolphins players have also been requesting trades just because – there's been leaked information that their team is tanking the season altogether for high draft picks. I mean, first next off, it's an
0: embarrassing tanking. Like, are you seriously tanking it to the point that it's obvious that you're tanking to zero. it? Yeah, it's not cute at all, and I would probably be doing the
1: same thing. And Dallas is—they play them on Sunday. They are already a 20-point favorite to win that game. 20 right. points. So, it's insane. Um, Melvin Gordon, who decided to try to hold out the season with L.A. Chargers, he's still hopeful, looking for a team. So, I mean, on one hand, I think it's great that these NFL players are starting to get a voice and requesting what they want. Where, for instance, in the past where, you know, these owners and GMs just cut these players Mm -hmm. without even a second thought. So I'm glad that they're getting some empowerment and being able to you know request for what they want
0: makes it feel less deserved. like you know
1: exactly and it's well deserved for the risk that is involved with playing that game
0: absolutely and gordon definitely made mention that no matter what he will be playing somewhere because if not it would be a waste of his talent and i'm glad that a lot of players are making smart decisions too to realize like don't don't mess up your check either in all of this so i do appreciate the way that a lot of this is panning out and i'm excited to see what owners and gms are gonna do to appease the wishes of their players
1: i hope the eagles trying to get ramsey i know that much we need a cornerback so we'll see where he lands um i'm sure he'll be getting a big payday wherever he goes for sure so now we want to sound off on our teams you know we love the panthers you know we love the eagles and week, week, was, week two was definitely a struggle for both of
0: us. It was sad. It was very I don't know if you want to start off with that one. Um, I'll kick off the loser corner um, <laughs> because we did play Thursday night. We had primetime television. Oh, wait, because it was on NFL Network, but we'll digress on what primetime right. really means. Um, it was the only game on. It was the only game on, um, and we lost it to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Uh, 14 to 20. You always want your team to perform when you are on the main stage in a prime time game and my team, I put you if you listen last week, I really went in on them and I could do it again. But <laughs> I'll spare you. They really look the same and a lot of it is coming down to our offense. Our defense played pretty well as they usually do with the likes of Luke and team who hold it down. Um, but our O-line looked slight trash. Cam literally got sacked 1700,000 times and when he wasn't getting sacked, he was throwing as if I would have rathered him get sacked because he wasn't making open passes. Like, people were standing out in the field ready to catch passes, and he wasn't completing them. He was making none of his targets. I'm sure, he obviously, he made some. Oh, I was about to say he made some because we had 14 points, but those all came from field goals. (sighs) So.
1: (laughs) Dang. That's a lot of field goals.
0: Yeah. Whoever played our kicker, and he is a rookie, got pretty got got hey. G- good job and your fantasy, fantasy right. <laughs> fantasy points going off. But yeah, um I don't even really know what to say. Cam is obviously hurt, it, and if he wants to admit it or not, I don't know.
1: He might need to because some of these open passes...
0: No, he should be making these passes. Are They're, kind of
1: textbook quarterback it's, passes. It,
0: there, there's nothing extravagant that needed to happen. I think the game, too, was a little crazy because, you know, there was the rain delay... Damn. It was over twenty minutes. Like it but again, you played two games at home, the first two games of the season. Yeah. You and you could have you needed to win one of those. And you also lost this one that was in the division. Like it Yeah. That's tough. I don't I don't wanna talk about them.
1: On to the Eagles drama. <laughs> so as you guys know, we played the Atlanta Falcons Sunday Night Football. We lost 20-24. to 24. Um, I felt kind of defeated before the game even got started just because we didn't have Alshon, we didn't have Deshaun, we didn't have Goddard. Um, all before literally mid the, midway through the first quarter. So we had like our special team, backup, wide receivers in the game. And it was tough. Our own line also struggled with the crowd noise, with, Protecting Carson, he took a lot of hits in the first half, and once again, we did not get off to a good start. So it was like coming from behind type of battle, um, which that which I I actually almost thought they were going to be able to come back. Mm-hmm. Carson, you know, he he showed fight, and he really they really all stepped it up in the second half. The defense, I will say that they played a lot better than week one, but the secondary still gives me some type of issue because they can't cover people and the d-line is having issues getting pressure so although they play better it's still not up to the eagle standards we're used to which is kind of concerning because usually our d-line is our strong point so if our d-line isn't doing well and then we already have a weak secondary that's just gonna make that even worse so we'll see what happens but all in all I think they bounced back from the injuries well. I still think you can't expect to win a game if you don't score any points in the first half at all. Consistently, you can't do it. Mm. Um, and I'm ready for Carson to win a win a big road game on the road, like a big road game. He still hasn't done that. He lost in the, at New Orleans last year. He lost at Dallas, you know, pretty um, last year. So he needs to step up his game when it comes to the road games. All in all, it sucks that we lost um, because now Dallas is number one in our division. But um, I think if we can get some people back, we could do some things. I'm still very cautious with these injuries. But to to be honest, for the Eagles, it's nothing new. They always have injuries, and so we'll see what Doug does. He'll get them ready to play. Did you watch any of that game?
0: I did. I did. I
1: watched the second half. Um, it was pretty much back and forth. Uh, I'm not even going to speak on what happened inside the stadium with the Falcons fans because I live here. and I don't want any hate mail or anybody calling me with death threats. That's hilarious. But,
0: um, yeah, it was interesting. For sure. Um, it Definitely <laughs> watching it from the comfort of my couch was enough entertainment for me. But, I mean, I also thought, you know... Just like we said, the Falcons at their first, their home. They were opener. desperate,
1: and it was loud. In I'm it. sure it was loud. It was extremely loud. And I do want to say that people have reported saying that they had they were funneling noise in.
0: Wouldn't doubt again. it. Again, you know they're good for it. So
1: um, that's. I mean, that's not going to change the game. I don't you know care enough to say, oh, that's the reason why we lost. But it's just like, really, y'all. Yeah. Why y'all even doing that? Oh, Atlanta. So we both had a tough week too, but hopefully both our teams can
0: bounce back in week three. Looking ahead to week three, um, the GWLB game of the week. We're looking forward to watching the Baltimore Ravens take on the Kansas City Chiefs. It will be a matchup of the black quarterbacks. What a time to be alive, okay? You're going to get to watch Mahomes take on... Lamar and we know that Lamar Jackson is pretty much amazing. Um so I'm obviously picking favorites in the Ravens to win this. Um the Chiefs got a couple key people out. McCoy's hurt, Tyreek Hill's also out. They obviously put up a pretty decent amount of points for their team and they're playing the Ravens who are 2 and 0 and kind of sort of popping right now.
1: Yeah, they're both 2 and 0 so somebody's going to no longer be undefeated after this uh after this game so it should be a good matchup between the quarterbacks will the run game with the ravens you know win it or will the you know the ball deep with kansas city win it so we'll see make sure you check it out should be a great one
0: and folks we'll be back next week with hopefully better news on our non-starter teams right now especially mine if anybody hears this get your shit together because i'm over it we're all over it as a representative for panther nation get your shit together
1: and from eagles nation hopefully we have players on the field to play (laughs) (laughs) hopefully we have people to suit up we're tired of this shit we'll see what happens but thank you for tuning in to
0: this week's episode of girls who Love balls If you love balls or you just love us, like, follow, and share Girls Who Love Balls on literally everything, at Girls Who Love Balls on Instagram and Facebook, and at RealGWLB on Twitter. Want to get in
1: touch? Email us at Jackie at JackieChoice.com, or need more information, check out our show notes.
2: Elevating. No losses, just upgrading. My lessons made blessings. I turned that into money. They gotta never settle. This view is so much better. I'm chilling, I'm winning. Like on another level. Oh, you can talk all you want. See me as the pray. Nothing I'm afraid of.